0: Bam, we're live Yeah, we're live, we've been live Ever since Daddy Dave made me go live We've been live I don't know how long it's been It's Caleb Eating some beaver I mean Caleb Beaver eating Brian Friend I'm coming to you from The Three Plane Brothers Compound Training facility Where the fittest, smartest, coolest Dad in the world lives
1: thought i was gonna say kids
0: ah uh, i am your host the humble most humble wealthiest most influential person in the CrossFit ecosystem along with my trusted second brain caleb and he needs no introduction the most knowledgeable man in the CrossFit ecosystem, CrossFit Games ecosystem, knows more, shares more, has more insights. Emotionally stable. Coming to you from a shithole city named Chicago.
1: I live a little north of the shithole.
0: <laughs> He's he. It's to balance out his greatness. Brian, friend, what's up, dude? I'm actually I'm pretty excited about this show. Actually, not because it's the age group, but it's just been a while. I'm. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm, Chicago I'm, does
1: have a nice. Uh, Skyline. It, it does. It does. When it's burning. From the distance. From a distance. <laughs> yeah.
0: From from very afar. A uh, Sevanista's X Fit Jamie qualified for the Masters semi. Is that true, Jamie Latimer? No
1: one's qualified
0: yet. <laughs> yeah. Take that, cockner. <laughs> take that. Oh, what do you mean by that? Let's just start right there. What do you mean no one's qualified yet?
1: Leaderboard's well, not finalized. Correct. So we'll, you know, we we will talk about the leaderboard. We'll talk about a lot of cool things, I think, that happened this past weekend. But uh, obviously, it's a massive job to review and score and approve scores for, I mean, besides the team division, I think 16 or 18 other divisions this weekend. So they probably need a week or two. How cool is it? How cool is it that CrossFit has
0: a division for old people. How long has it had that? Oh, um, let me rephrase that. They're not old. You're just not as good as the the best people because of what, um, being humans, what happens to us? Uh, there's, there's a, there's a sweet spot where we're the best at physical shit. That's better, right?
1: Yeah. You're basically asking what year did the master's division start? Yeah. They started before the teenage divisions. Um, Let's see if they have them on here. I thought it was 2012. There's a woman named Lynn Knappman that I want to talk about tonight. Her games profile shows games appearances from 2012 all the way through 2022 with no interruptions. She's 2012, never, is that what you said? Yeah. She's never finished worse than six at the CrossFit Games. She will miss the CrossFit Games this year for the first time in the history of her career because she couldn't do a strict handstand push-up.
0: Uh, the, Lynn Natman, She doesn't have an Instagram account, and she wait. Don't tell me. I'm gonna sh- show off to you now. She is trained by. Give me the first letter of his name. It's it's a it's a C. famous guy. See. Second letter, H. <laughs> Chase Ingram, A. Chase D. Chad, Chad Schroeder,
1: from Australia.
0: Oh, Chad McKay. Damn. I knew it was someone famous. I just saw it,
1: it popped I up in my so. search. You know, Chad is listed as her judge for all of the workouts this year. <laughs> I think that's right.
0: Okay. Thank you. That was really cool of you to, to help me out like that. So I look like I still knew something. Chad know, McKay. You only needed four letters. It's awesome. Chad, not bad. And, um, not to mention spelling of the complete first name, uh, for those of you who don't know, who weren't around, Chad Nikkei was a serious contender for winning the games. There was a year where he was absolutely destroying the first couple workouts, and then he was injured, and it was like there, there he was, he was definitely going to the podium. I'd say it was going to be hard. I to think keep there might have been in Masters
1: years. in two thousand eleven. Now that I think about it, either two thousand eleven or twelve. But yes, Chad was a beast. And he's a big dude. He's a
0: big, he's maybe one of the original big guys, right? Who was in the in the who is good. I'm not talking about like the 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 guys who were at the ranch.
1: We're gonna have a throwback tonight, by the way. Something popped up on my radar on the leaderboard. I can't wait until to see if you uh pick up on it.
0: Look at look at McKay's calves. That was pretty that, good that, too, you know. Um that calf was, on the right looks like a – or our left, but his right looks like a testicle.
1: Doesn't it? Yeah, and it's kind of interesting. I mean, when you think about great, great performers at the CrossFit Games from Australia, who pops? Who comes to mind?
0: The great, the great performers from Australia.
1: Yeah, Uh, this guy,
0: Chad McKay, uh, Cara Saunders. You're talking about old school men's side. Oh um, God, there's this. Who's who's the guy who is the? He's the amazing coach too. Was a great (laughs) masters athlete. Give me the first letter of his name. Swift. Matt Swift.
1: Matt Swift, but okay. Rob Forte is the one I expected. You sorry,
0: to say. sorry. Yes, yes. Rob Forte. God, Rob. But Rob, I'm a piece of shit thing. for that. Sorry.
1: What? Say it again. But here, this is what's so interesting about yeah. Rob Forte. Rob Forte seven games appearances, and his best finish was twelfth, one time. Chad McKay, which is a lot less well known, three games appearances, and his worst games finish was twelfth. Yeah, he was a savage. I'm telling you, he was going to probably win one year. He came. He came. He never really broke through to podium contention. He was 12th this first year. He missed a year. He was ninth, and then he was 11th. So it's just kind of – he was like a – What Dio. year did he pull out? Does that include the year he pulled out? He must have taken a 40th one year. Oh, two years after that, he withdrew in 2015. Other withdrawals that year were Neil Maddox and Joe Scaly.
0: Oh, Scaly was great too. That, what a great personality he was. The thing about McKay too, that you knew he was great. He was the kind of guy who had like the giant posters of him. Like there were three giant posters and one of them uh, at the game somewhere, like the ones that's like six stories tall. And one of them was McKay. Mm -hmm. Somebody knew, we knew.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, three times at the games, average a 10th place finish. That's like, that's pretty good. And then he fizzled out into, uh, now he's a nobody.
0: Now he's just a dude who trains some old
1: lady. Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's there's examples like this up and down the leaderboard. You know, there's a lot of athletes who can only make the games one time. There's you know a smaller percentage that can make it two to four times, and then there's the the rarities that can make it you know five plus times.
0: Uh, uh, when you mention uh, Lynn uh, Napman going to the games twelve or thirteen or fourteen or since 2012, 10 times consecutive, and that she doesn't make it this year because of uh, handstand pushups, are you? Angry? Are you bitter? Uh, soccer mom. Before you answer that, Brian says Lynn Natman is missing the games due to lack of a strict handstand push-up. Uh, Consolo Cruz has made the games with a single, single, double for double unders and not able to swim. Just saying for information. Yeah, well, sure this is going to get to this button. is going to
1: get to a bigger picture. We can we can go. I mean, it doesn't matter where we go first, but you know, this is a bigger picture problem. I would say with where Adrian is emphasizing skills being critical as a, as a part of your fitness early in the season. So he's putting, you know, we have, we have seen athletes miss the games because they were unable to do high level skills at the qualifier for the games. Sam Briggs, handstand walking 2014, the year after she won Catherine David's her legless rope climbs the year before 2013 after making 2012, but this is a qualifier. This isn't a qualifier to the games, even for these guys, they get a top 30, get to advance. And so you look at someone like Lynn, you know, so the, the testing that has come out for 12 years in a row, she's beaten the test every single time. And she's made it to the games and performed top six in her age division at Every part of that, she's aged through two complete divisions and for five years in a row has made it and been in the top six, whether they take 20 or 10, whether she's the youngest or the oldest, she's done everything that's been asked of her. And when Adrian talks about how, you know, you give me a couple of years and you'll start to see my emphasis on, on programming and where I, you know, my wrinkle in the nuance of it compared to the previous programmer. Well, we're seeing it right here. Is that her performance on the other four workouts would have yielded her somewhere between a fifth and 10th place finish, assuming that she had a comparable finish on the fifth test. Um, but she did zero reps. So she has one movement that she can't do, and it's going to prevent her from even advancing to the next stage, it looks like. I mean, it's oh, really how old tight. is she? She's 63. So she's like right in the middle of that age division. Now, has that She still could possibly get through because she's only two points behind the cut line. Oh, so she's in 31st. Tied for 31st. But even before, even within the last hour or two, I think that she's moved up a, a spot. Wow.
0: Wow. Uh, mother of four, grandmother of two, Lynn Natman has been a constant at the CrossFit Games. This year, Natman qualified for the 13th consecutive Games. This is la- a post from last year.
1: 13 consecutive last year. So that would have mean that's 22, 21, 20. She went at their. They must be counting that as a qualifier, even though they didn't count it when they were talking about Rebecca Voigt last week. 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. I don't think that they were masters in 2010. We'd have to check that. But, uh, you know, CrossFit Games Instagram regularly is posting inaccurate information. So regularly. Uh, far I, too regularly. L- l- far
0: too regularly. Is there an echo in here? Brian have the have the 60 year old uh lads is it, what do you call women if uh, men are lads what are women ladies <laughs> ladies have the 60 year old uh, lads and ladies ever done um, handstand handstand ups before at the crossfit games
1: oh at the crossfit games yeah and and okay. and, in, and in qualifiers um, okay so the problem with this is <clears throat> she got zero i mean it's the score last
0: Uh, Some regions get two nights rest. Some get one night unfair where some get four events over three days and others get two. Uh, hold on, Kate, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't get all crazy throwing your money around trying to sway the show. We'll be right back to you. Then then what, who cares if she didn't make it? That's her fault. If, if this has been, if this has happened before, right, you've seen handstand pushups before. Sorry, figure it out, girl. You're you know,
1: No, you're not. I mean, you're not wrong when it comes to the competition. Yeah, surely. It's uh, obviously that's a hole that she has. Now, you know, I haven't gone back and looked to see if it's something that maybe she's got an injury this year that's preventing her from doing it. And it's something that she's been able to do in the past. I mean, who knows? Um, Maybe we could find out. But Um, it's just like one more question
0: about let me ask you one more question about that division. This one's going to be tough. Of the, the so you're saying 30 people from the age group of 60 to 64, are about to move on and she's, uh-huh. and she's not one of them. She's just in the cut. of those 30 that made it. Do we know if any of them also did had a zero on the handstand pushups?
1: Yes. It's the person who's in 23rd and the person who's in 30th. Wow.
0: Wow. But, but you are suggesting that it's worth looking at that. Maybe it was too soon in the competition to put handstand pushups in and maybe they should have waited to the semifinals. Is that what you're saying? Hmm.
1: Not necessarily. I do okay. think that there's some, some elements of that workout that, um, so I, this is, a, again, the, the question is a really nuanced question that's addressing what I perceive to be a much bigger picture conversation. I would say somewhat of a problem at this point. And that is basically that I'm not, sh- you know, I can't tell from watching the open to the quarterfinals so far this year, what's the purpose of these uh, competitions, I guess. So, you know, what, like we talk about at the open, there's obviously two main things that are going on is that you want to appeal to the masses. You want to have something that's accessible, uh, easy to administer in a, in a group setting, easy to score, fun, challenging, progressive, and also you're advancing a group of people to the next round, but it's a really wide net. And so like at the, I think that at the, you know, you, you do need to have some skills, some strength element, etc., but the most part whatever you put there is going to be fine in terms of advancing those people however there should still be some element of the open that's um a barrier to entry for the quarterfinals like you, you know that's why i last time we were on here I, I told you that i i had mike do that study of more um, the 15 thresholds and what would that it looked like in terms of qualifiers and there are far fewer people who are able to finish in the top 15 across the board in the open mm-hmm then finishing the top 10% overall, it's harder to do. But it's also now you're finding a more capable field for the next stage of competition. Even within those parameters, you would have had women advancing that did not have the prerequisite skills needed for the next stage of competition, heavy front squats, heavy clean and jerks. I mean, this is for the individuals, but the same thing applies in the master's divisions. You know, they had similar tests, in my opinion, at least in the design, um, you know, ring muscle ups, bar muscle ups, unbroken handstand walks, wall facing handstand push ups. Like this test, the test was hard at quarterfinals, but the barrier to entry, the open didn't really do a good job of filtering for people who could do that test. Obviously, the top of the top can all, can do all, all the things, but you're just, you're letting like a big group of people into this competition, rewarding them, motivating them, and then giving them something where it's like, I, I mean, I'm done before I even start. And when you fast forward to the master's division, you know, you see something like the first test that they had this past weekend, which was a progression. You have lunges of three varying difficulties. You have upper body pulling on the rig, not toes to bar, chest to bar, bar muscle up, a natural progression of gymnastics. Pretty much everyone can enter into play three rounds of the easiest stuff, two rounds of the next most challenging, one round of the most challenging. I think that's great for a quarterfinal because you're accomplishing something similar to the open is that everyone gets a chance to start because you have a huge group of people who are who are eligible to take this test. And then as it advances, you're weeding everyone out. And at the end of the day, the best people will finish this workout under the time cap because they have all the skills and the capacity and they'll, they'll separate themselves from everyone else. You go to the next test, test number two, A in this case, and it immediately starts with a movement that... that None of the people in these divisions have ever been asked to do before. The very first rep. Six wall facing handstand push-ups strict.
0: Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
1: So I look at this and I say there's a, there's a bigger problem with, with this workout, also, which is that they somehow on their computer on the back end on their system, they had created something where it was complicated or impossible. I'm not entirely sure which one to enter a score if you got a zero for part A of this workout for part B of this workout.
0: Part B was the clean? Yeah. This is the second workout workout?
1: Yeah. Okay. And this is and and in part, this is where the kind person from Australia who gave seven ninety nine a few minutes ago's question comes into play. Kate. Is that um You're distributing these tests at a fixed time to a variable population. That means that at at noon Pacific time when they're released, everyone in in the West Coast can have their lunch, open up the workouts, nice read through them. Pretty much every gym in the world, for the most part, is closed in the middle of the afternoon. You can spend an hour perusing through 12 pages of notes for this workout and come up with a plan and go ahead and do it. That's how much there's 12 pages of description for this workout. Just for work, just for test two. Okay. Wow. Uh, two a and B. Um, but fast forward two hours, I'm in the central time zone and I have from two o'clock to four o'clock on a, on a Friday afternoon to get workouts done before the gym's busy for the rest of the night. And if we don't get it done in that time period and we want to do anything else that day, we have to come back in the evening at eight o'clock. Fast forward another uh, well, one hour to the East Coast, and that time window gets even tighter. Fast forward to being in Europe, where now it's nine or ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. If you're in Eastern Europe, all parts of Africa, Asia, middle of the night in Australia, it's early morning. Everyone's getting these tests at a different time. Everyone's already aware of when the workout, that when the workouts need to be done, but they have to like. Not every person competing in this competition just has access to a gym that they can use any time of day or night that they want to. So they have to make these plans. And that's what I thought was like frustrating about this workout in particular was how many nuances there were to it that were different and unnecessarily so different than other things that we've already done this or seen this year. Whether it's the weights, whether it's the displaying the weights before lifting, whether it's the a brand new movement for the handstand. Fair is a place where the uh, they judge pigs. F-A-R-E. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, hold, hold on one second, Brian. You're you're getting ahead of me. Can oh, can no, you bear with me there. here? Let me. Let, I'll get you back on track. Bear with me here. Let, let me uh, contextualize some of this. Uh, is it true that the Open is uh, um, half the participants in the Open are Masters age, meaning they're thirty five? and close over? to
1: it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this so this is an important. Um. Uh. I, I hate to be a, a dickhead, but this is this goes kind of in line with how that there's not a um occupational games. And we had Justin Bergs already say that we're doing what matters and whether that was an accident that he said that or not, uh, clearly the first responder community is at the base uh, of this community. It's where the, um, it is the foundation without them, this fucking thing falls apart, whether anyone there knows it or not. And same thing with the masters. So there's a little bit, there's a little bit of neglect here. Maybe, is that what you're saying? Or, Or not awareness of these guys? Potentially. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, it's, is there it's a fix for
0: statement. that, that time problem?
1: Well, so no, that's just, the or reality is it just like America? No, no, that's the reality that we're playing within. It's not, a, okay. I don't think it's a problem, but knowing that if I was a yeah. person who is distributing this test and I knew that, yeah, I would be making an effort to make sure that especially the workouts that were needed to be done in that first 24 hour windowed, we're really simple for everyone to understand.
0: Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. So there's things we can do to accommodate. Maybe we can't fix the problem, but we can accommodate the problem that's going to arise for those people who have shorter time. yeah, right so, okay, you know, okay. F- for Smart. example
1: and and granted, it is true that there was this requirement last year in the age group qualifier or, or quarter final, I believe, but you have to display the weight on a whiteboard or a car, or a piece of paper for the one right max clean. Why don't you just do that for the one or max thruster in the open? Just start the season the way that you're going to have that carry out throughout the rest of the season that way. Because everyone who's made this stage of the – not everyone who's competing in the age group quarterfinals this year competed in the age group quarterfinals last year. There'll be a lot of people that, you know, they made it for their first time or they took a year off last year or they just started doing cross in the last year or two and this is brand new to them. Right. But every one of those people has done the open. And you've already chosen to have a heavy lift in the open in a, almost the exact scenario where there was a Metcon and then a fixed five-minute window to do a lift. Just if everyone had to do that in the open, no one would think twice about it in the quarterfinals. Everyone well, let me let it. me ask you this. if they
0: for, Let's say they forgot and they just thought of it now. You think it should, they should have just waited till next year to implement it? What's the value of having them pulled a piece of paper up with the weight on it?
1: You know, I think that it's one, actually, I think it's a great idea for them to do that because it's a lot less <clears throat> likely that there's something lost in translation. You know, the, like writing the numbers in English is, I would say probably across the global, you know, spectrum of people that we're testing here, more likely to have accuracy. Well, <laughs> than saying the numbers out loud where there's, you know, so many different languages that people could speak potentially.
0: Well, well you have to also see the weights in the video. Uh, so so that could have been something that could have been, if you forgot and you just thought about it just now, you could have waited to implement until next year.
1: I think probably the other way around. You already implemented it last year. So you, you've had the chance to evaluate whether you liked it or not last year. If you liked it. They did it, that
0: last year? Sorry, I misunderstood. For they the
1: quarterfinals.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: In the okay. map, the age group quarterfinals last year, I, yes, they did. Um, you know, it's, so it's not the first time. But it's like, well, if you like it, then why didn't you use it in the open this year? And if you didn't like it, why'd you use it in the quarterfinals?
0: There's a, uh, there, there's a, there's a line in in your post you made on Instagram. You said, Hey, your biggest supporters are the people who are doing this. Uh And so let's not complicate things for them or let's not frustrate them. They're the biggest supporters. They're the biggest boosters. They're the ones who are trying the hardest. They're the ones who've committed the largest portion of their life. They're the ones making, they're the most vocal about, um, about CrossFit. They're the ones making the most posts. They're the ones who have the most followers. So, so you, you part of your thing is to accommodate them, correct?
1: Yeah. And I, you know, <clears throat> and I have heard, uh, Justin Berg, especially, I think say that they are, you know, the, the games team is making an initiative to reach out to different parts of the community to gather information and are, con- you know, considering that, in their decision-making process for the, this year and for years to come. But when I see the way that they're running these tests, that's not what it looks like. You know, the way that they're administering these competitions to me is showing what I've always kind of felt was the case from HQ is that they're, uh have elite and, and um, you know, integral knowledge of what they're doing, but they're not actually having a great sense of what's going on in the global competitive CrossFit space. Uh, and I think that that was, is also abundantly clear in the way that they're distributing and administering the team competition this year. Uh, Oh, uh,
0: what do you, what do you mean by that? Do you have examples?
1: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you have there. you know, now this entire conversation is going to go back to the same kind of fork in the road conversation that we've always had is what is the point of the CrossFit games? And if the point of the CrossFit teams is to find the single fittest man, woman and team or affiliate, then, um, then the rest of the conversation is, is irrelevant. However, in my opinion, if you're going to find the fittest person, you want to see them do the best at the best test against the best field of athletes, meaning that I don't want the, you know, to say like, oh, well, Sevan, you, you're the, you, you won the competition this weekend. Congratulations. And I look around and your opponents were three six-year-old girls and you were, you won the basketball tournament. It's like, he was the best there. Yeah, but he wasn't going against anyone that was competitive, so who cares? I want to see the best against the best, right. and I also want to know how they all stack up against each other. That's why I don't like cuts. That's why I don't like changing scoring systems. Pick one, stick with it, give them 15 tests, let them take it, see where the chips fall, and then we'll know. This year, with the introduction of worldwide ranking and strength of field, CrossFit has made an effort to communicate that their intention is still to represent the global population at the games, and that they want to have a field that's at least somewhat reflective of the true competitive nature of competition, like where the best people are distributed, we'll get more spots so that at the games we have a higher level of competition across the board. <clears throat> and they've done and they've made an effort to do that on in an individual division. I think that they've not done a great job in that regard and that there are better ways that they they could do that. And I think that, um, you know, as anyone who who's been listening to me about this knows, I think that starting with a clean slate at the start of the year this year would have been a good, a good route for that. But what I really, you're talking about for the worldwide rankings and the strength of field. Yeah. But what I really think would have been cool is to say, um, well, let's try that with the teams because the teams change every year. So instead of just arbitrarily saying 10 spots here, 10 spots here, two spots there without having any idea of who's competing anywhere, because you don't require them to necessarily sign up or commit to a team in the start of the season, why not let them go through two stages? You could still have however many qualifiers you want. I mean, obviously you're not going to take 30 teams from North America East, but Savan, did you know that 17 of the top 30 teams in the world are from North America East right now? And they only get 10 spots to the games. So if you look, you know, so just like a very, very simple way to do it, you just do the teams, you have them do the open, you have them do the quarterfinals, you look at the top 100 teams worldwide after the quarterfinals, you already know that no matter what, we're given one to every continent. Even if Africa doesn't have a team in the top 1,000, they're getting one, which by the way, they do. They have a a good team over there this year and they usually have one or two good teams, but everyone will get at least one. And then based on the top 100 after that, we're going to distribute Um, maybe you, maybe you want to have a couple minimums fine, you know, but I I don't even think you need it. I think if you just distributed based on percentages, you'd get a better competition at the games for the team division this year. And you can use it as a case study to see if it might be something you want to do with individuals next year. I'm not
0: so lost, just maybe half lost. Um, Brian, I want to go back. Uh, Brian's just been shot out of a cannon. I'm not lost at all. We, we, uh, I, I, I've been, I've been watching, uh, some of these ideas percolate in his head. Um, he's just not letting me interrupt. He's 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 grabbed the. Uh, I went to the bathroom and he grabbed the wagon and he's running with running the horses. Uh, Brian, why do um why do the masters need a uh, quarterfinals and semifinals? Why not just give and, and I'm and I'm not I'm not I'm not uh voting for one or another, but it seems a little much. Why not just go open? Whatever you want to call it, the uh, semifinals and then the games with these guys.
1: Personally, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, you do, you do like that? Yeah. If you were going to have a live semifinal, maybe not. But having three online competitions, I don't know. I think, and I and I think that you know, once again, in addition to to maybe streamlining the qualifying process a little bit. That you need to, uh, you need, this is another example of, of CrossFit just doing things what, what appears to be arbitrarily without really giving much thought to it. And we, we showed a spreadsheet on here a, a month or so ago that I, you know, de- depicted this really nicely. But just look at the men's 35 to 39 division. Have you looked at that leaderboard?
0: No, let's do it. Let's do it. I
1: look got a whole list of
0: people, by the way, that I want to ask you about that I'm excited about. Good. How's Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet doing this year? Let's go to the men's division first. <laughs> I just what is Sam Dancer doing? Let me well, ask you this. Let's just start here. Honest, I'm going to give you. I, I, you have, you have, you have to go. You have to abstain from your favorite activity, whatever that is, disc golf, for a year if you get this wrong. No, do I'm you not playing. I know? But just <laughs> theoretically, theoretically, do you think? Thrusters. Okay. Thrusters. I'll play Sam Dancer actually makes it Um, uh, finishes the game. Let's say he made, I, I don't think oh. Sam Dancer makes it past event one at the games. Even if he makes it, I, I seriously don't, I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't. It's like, a, he's like a, a school bus put together a big yellow old school bus put together with duct tape. It's cool,
1: but something's going to fall off. And big bird did the big bird did the duct tape job.
0: I guess. Tell me, do you think Sam Dancer actually makes it to the end of the season
1: this year? I hope so.
0: But come on, I'm gonna just imagine you had to. <laughs> if it's it's a year of frisbee golf on the line. I want to bet that. You don't want to bet that. Okay. Uh, Caleb, do you want to bet for Brian? He's not making it. <laughs> Not even close. Sorry, Sam. Love you. You can come on the show and commentate. We love. We need a. Uh, need athletes.
1: Okay, so let's talk about these guys. You want to talk about how great these dudes are? How many beasts there are? Well, first of all, if you scroll to the bottom of this page, and then you see the number thirty-five. There's page one, two, three, four, five, and all the way to the right. There's thirty-five. So that means thirty-five pages of fifty men signed up for this division. Okay. Thirty-five thousand of these men registered for the open. Okay, they get ten spots to the games. That's seventeen hundred and fifty, by the way, fifty times thirty-five. Ten spots to the games. Okay, I am. They seven one thousand seven hundred fifty men signed up for this division. I am. I bet there's like ten or twelve other divisions combined. That's that's that registrants might not equal that. Is that our James Howell? Is that J.R. Howell right there at forty eighth? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's why we went to the bottom of the page. No. Holy shit. That's crazy.
0: Yep. Wow. he yep. got fi-
1: He got 15th in a workout. Yeah, the running one, uh, of course. The that's the running rope climbs bench press workout. It's what a, I mean, that workout was written for him.
0: What a savage. Okay. Yeah,
1: um got 307 pound clean too.
0: Okay, uh, so so what you're saying is is that you want more than ten guys, dude? You're asking a
1: lot, dude. Go up to the top. Listen, let me ask you this: w- What if? I'm not what asking. If, are you kidding me? I'm asking a lot.
0: Yeah, you're asking a lot because look, they, I think these guys are lucky they even have a 35 to 40 division, dude. Go to the top. I seriously think that they're lucky. Do you remember what I think the Masters used to start at? Um, uh, 40. F- 40.
1: Look at just look at these names. Look at these people competing here. They got an Asian guy. Brian Is Wong. there an Asian guy? Has he's an from Asian the United guy. States. He won
0: last year. Oh, he's not Asian? No. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, Scott Panchik, that shot me. Uh, Stephen Fawcett, I remember that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lars uh, Christensen, uh, Christensen, mm-hmm. I have no idea who that is. Mark Hutchinson, I have no idea who that is. Uh, Papadopoulos, I know who that is. Gideus, I know who that is. Stein Howells, don't know who that is. Julian Lopez, don't know who that is. Paul Tremblay? Yep, wouldn't make it.
1: Elijah. You don't know all these guys. Kyle Ruth's very good. Elijah Muhammad. Keep going, Don. Dan Bailey. Mm -hmm. Ben Stoneberg. Charles. Wow. Hey, wait. What's going on? I'm
0: surprised Ben Stoneberg didn't place higher. It's these guys are all incredible. Like he he was incredible. That's one of the probably the most underrated guys in the history
1: of the sport. Go to Workout Two B and sort by the weights that these guys lifted. And just look at this. 383,
0: 380, 379, 379,
1: 374, 360. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously Rich has cleaned 353 is impressive. There's a dozen guys lifting more than that.
0: He, I think he said, well, well, we have the clip. We'll play it. But I think he said that's the most he's lifted in three years. <clears throat>
1: these guys are good. I mean, they're really good. They're showing up in massive up um, numbers. Yeah. And um, I mean, look, Jr was the year that Jr competed at the games. He got in on a backfill and he finished eighth. Like the guys that are coming in 20th have a chance to finish. Some of them will still have a chance to finish in the top seven or eight at the games.
0: So, so how many do you think, uh, by the way, here's rich. Uh, You can play the audio on this too. There's a great little interview after this. Thanks, Caleb. he oh, that just
2: hey,
0: walks
2: hey, up That's the most I've cleaned in about three years so yeah'll take
0: that So he also said, hey, can someone put my hip back in place my hip back in the socket something like that uh, this is a let, while we're, while we're here uh, great question, Jan. is rich actually going to compete? Do we know, Brian? I think he'll come on the show this week by the way.
1: Um, we can find out from the horse's mouth. But do you have you heard anything, Brian? I have not. I mean, it's uh, that's one of those things where you know I'm definitely not going to bother him about it. He's gonna do what he wants to do either way. And obviously, if he you know any stage of the competition that it compete he competes in, it's fun to have him in it. And if he does go to the games, um, that would be awesome. But Did you I'll, see what they titled the
0: clip? It said uh, he's uh, Rich Froning. A returns to individual competition, <laughs> but he also did say, uh, "Can someone put my hip back in?"
1: <laughs> well, that's why you've never heard anyone say, well, "Hey, where are you going?" I'm going to watch the individuals when they're going to watch the sixty-year-olds. They say I'm going to watch the Masters that needs have their hip put back in.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I will butter, butter. I will butter him, Dick. I will definitely butter him, Brian. How how many? How many, do you think it's, how many do you think they need? What, what, do you think that they should just split them away from the games completely, just have a master's
1: event at uh, a different time of the year? Well, first of all, I'm not saying that every division needs 20 spots. Okay. I think that realistically, and especially when you consider... How about the, the girls? Do they get 20? Uh, you know, I, I would, I think you should just look at the numbers. Like it's, it's, I think that in the master's divisions, it makes a lot of sense. And that's what that's, I did, you know, like I said, I, we have a spreadsheet of that somewhere. I just wasn't prepared for it tonight. Oh, maybe I could find it, but, um, the man from England has spoken.
0: Sam dancer will 100% make it to and through the games. He's in great shape last year. He had a mishap. Uh, uh, Mr. Al Chama I appreciate your, um, input. Uh, He is in good shape, and last year he did have a mishap. No, he's not fucking making it. He's not going to do it. Sorry, there's no fucking way. I'm telling you, he's he's put together with duct tape. Good duct tape. It's beautiful when it's operational. It's great. How about that guy's team? This guy wants a piece of action. How about the Invictus team?
1: I put a. I have a made a team's power rankings.
0: And I don't oh, want to hear anyone in the comment be like, "Does this show have any organization?" No, you already know that. Don't don't say stupid shit. No, it does not. We'll get to you. In, we'll same. get to you in a second, uh, Al Chama. Have to have Jorge talk to you about lipping out in the comments here.
1: uh is this team doing good? Yeah, yeah, they're doing very well. It's I I th- actually think that the um, team competition this year will be fairly competitive at least i hope they will like they'll be in the they'll definitely have a chance to win
0: yeah they're my team who's on that team uh Fernandez uh and Weiss and chama and don't tell me and kim well done devin kim yeah well done yeah that's my team this
1: year that's you know you you just earned yourself one more you can call me when you're live on the air one time now
0: <laughs> you heard it people it doesn't mean he's not going to hang up but i got one i'll write that down here call brian i'll, I'll write it on my uh, colton merton sticker call call brian i got one i'll make a little coupon brian go back hey, answer me this real quick why don't we know why aren't the, well, these aren't finalized yet what's going on
1: no they're just uh in review you know they're they allow few days for review they'll want to ask for some videos review some stuff whatever I don't know how thoroughly they'll do it relative to the teams Uh, it's relative to the individuals for the teams and the age groups like I said it's you know the individuals although there are 300 qualifiers men and women uh, in the teams division there's you know it's cumbersome to watch those videos there's a lot more going on for people doing something instead of one person doing something and then there's Almost twenty different age group divisions. Uh, you have to advance thirty people in each one of those. So it's not like the numbers are getting any smaller. It's actually a bigger pool of work.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane. When when you suggest and not, um, that, not only that,
1: but it's the same people for the most part that did it last week or two weeks ago. I mean, I I, I don't think I could do that. That's like that's ridiculously tedious. Meaning
0: that these. Age group online qualifiers also did the quarterfinals for the individual. The the review team. Oh, the review team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you hear? Like one weekend of that is enough. Did you hear Andrew Hiller's uh, description of that
1: on his video Uh, that he put out today? uh, From today, no.
0: It's actually quite amazing. He said he used to work for a company that did uh, quality assurance on cereal boxes. And basically they x-rayed every single cereal box before it went to the shelf. And the reason why they x-rayed them is they were looking for metal inside of that, inside of the cereal boxes. They used a metal detector and they x-rayed them And four people had to look at every cereal box. And the reason why they had four people look at every cereal box is because they knew people would fall asleep. Well, I should and have that was that it. Electrical. Yeah. It was, it was a fascinating, uh, if anyone didn't see Hiller's video today, it was put out about 15 hours ago. It's a re- it's a really good description. Uh, of, of how tedious the review process can be. Go ahead.
1: Caleb, if I email you an article right now, is that going to work? If you email it to the right one. To the right. See, okay. Well, I'm it, I'll, I'll put see. it in there. I'll put it in the chat. I'm sending let, it to your Gmail.
0: Let me, let me, let me um, talk That'll about, um, yeah, that one. let me do a little bit more on Rich. Can we
1: talk about Rich a little bit more? We can, but uh, you know, sure. We can come back to this
0: who who yeah, we'll come right right back to this. I just need five minutes of, of rich time for for just for the ratings. I don't really want to talk about them who who's more likely to um uh to go to the masters games this year Rich who we just don't know what he's gonna do or Sam dancer who's held together by duct tape I would say Sam, all right, you heard it. You will not be playing frisbee for a whole year. Um. Okay. No, no,
1: no, that was not. This is just go for the
0: game. <laughs> I know. Uh, can we pull up Rich's Instagram um, account?
1: Do you want to see uh, if he has more followers than you still?
0: Yeah. Uh, Rich Froning. What's interesting about this is that yeah, ha- um, Rich does not do his own Instagram. So that means he piped off about this, and someone someone did this because I I think he avoids social media. And unless he's on his, uh, yeah, I don't know how he, I I think he pretty much, I don't know if he even has the Instagram app on his phone, but look at his most recent post. Um, I sent you a link to it. No, uh, not that one. (coughs) Oh, here it is. Okay. Sorry. Uh, second most recent, Uh, this is from Rich Froney are arguably the most boring workout I've ever done. Uh, The age group online qualifier test three. Can anyone think of some? I I'm forgetting full workout is up on YouTube channel. I watched this uh, video, and my immediate thought is, why? It, it, horror, I did not enjoy watching it at all. And but wh- wh- if you're going to do something different, and you're going to make these guys run back and forth that many times, why are they having them touch the ground? Why not? Why not? Let, why not? That change that. Why not remove a barrier? Be like, hey, all you have to do is cross the tape and turn around. And, and the tape has to be clearly be able to see it in the shot. And then from there, we'll see some innovation and some athletic adaptation that's different than what we've seen in the past about how people t- uh, change directions. Do you like this ground touching thing? Wait, you didn't like watching it? No, I hated it. But, but I don't know it? if that – I'm not saying that's relevant. How do you think – I mean, that? I love watching Rich. I could watch Rich do anything. Clean his ears, I'd be down. But not 50 times. I don't Like four ear cleanings, I'm good. How do you think the review team
1: feels about this workout?
0: Yeah, the review team must imagine reviewing this
1: workout. It's all, no, no, we're just do three people in every division. Oh my God. (laughs) So, for one, does it
0: matter that he thinks it's a boring workout?
1: What do you think he's really saying, boring? I mean, so this workout, I decided to do this workout with the women's bench press way because I wanted to know. I was like, it looks ridiculous, fifty shuttle runs, but le- but I've not ever done fifty shuttle runs. I de- definitely haven't done them at the end of a metcon like that. So I just did the workout to see. I thought it was okay. okay. I think that it's. I do think like if I was going to program it for my affiliate, I would program it as an eight hundred meter run in the beginning and end. And I think that it would be a much more fun workout. It does kind of a uh, suck running there back and forth, but sometimes. Um, you know, that's, a, it, that I, I view that as an opportunity. So uh, like, that's an opportunity for you to test your mental um, resiliency. Like, do you just zone out and fall off the pace? Are you able to think of something to keep you motivated and moving? Can you set some kind of a, uh, a goal to to, to, to like a little check-in for yourself every five or 10 reps to make sure that you're on pace with something or you're, you're, you know, whatever you're trying to execute. So I, I, just kind of use it as an opportunity to do something new. It what you know, I could definitely see where it's boring and monotonous, but I I also can see where there could potentially be some payoff in terms of a mental discipline.
0: Okay, fair. Uh, I want to see Rich do high rocks. God, that would be God. See him go up against Hunter. This is this could be Hunter's last year. Hunter just broke the world record also unofficially. Yeah, I'd like to see that, too. That'd be crazy. Uh, Can we go check out Andrew Hiller's uh, Instagram account? Uh, Hiller just called out Rich for not following Standard. Let's take a quick peek at that real quick here. Okay. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, Nelly. Here we go. Pop this up. Let's read this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. How dare you, Andrew? Uh, I don't think even Rich cares. I don't think Rich, Rich probably truly does not care. Some people pretend to not care. I'm guessing Rich doesn't. Uh I mean he care. I mean, not that he doesn't care. I'm sure he tried to follow the rules. It's not that, but but if they're gonna ding him, he's probably like, what the fuck? Uh you may use any available flat bench. You may place bumper plates under your feet. Uh he used a yoke, which was pretty cool. I, I like the look of that. You may not use floor press or use a bench with any incline or decline athletic tape on the bar must be used to establish a 40 inch width no part of your hands may be wider than 40 inches that's stupid if any of your hands uh, makes contact with something at any point the rep will not count now here's the part uh, Hiller circled you must use a standard pronated grip your thumb must be wrapped around the bar Doesn't even make sense. Why would they require that?
1: That's some sort of safety precaution. Why the fuck would they require that? This is a minor, uh, this is a minor example of the big picture that I was telling you about earlier. Make it easy on yourself. Don't write 12 pages of standards, limit, just make it simple. Feet and feet stay on the ground. That makes sense. Thumb wraps around the bar. Who cares? Who's care? (laughs) Who's care?
0: That's how Armenians say it. English is their second language. Who's care? Who's care?
1: Wow. But how do they bench press in Armenia? Thumbs around. They thumbs up? one-handed.
0: Juice to the gills. Uh, wow. Okay. Fair enough. Uh,
1: they, they they don't penalize rich for that at all, right? That's a um. Well, it comes. I mean, it comes back to this. In addition to writing, you know, sometimes tedious standards like that, they also outline penalties. And, um, grounds for invalidation, but we know from the individual quarterfinals, for example, that there are athletes who were doing something that was not even what the movement was really, you, they were doing handstand pushups on a handstand pushup line that wasn't as close to the wall as it was supposed to be. And they didn't get the, it's not like the workout just stopped at that point And they were giving all the reps up to that as if they had done none, which they had actually done none. They were, they were just given a major, a major penalty a 15% penalty. And it's like, okay, they didn't even do it. Like 10 inches is not 12 inches. And if you're going to have this at 10 inches and you know that the person did 12 inches then how are you giving credit for those reps?
0: Right. Right. I agree.
1: Is there, what was the penalty for not wrapping your thumb around the bar? Where was that written?
0: Let me ask you this though. I mean, I've been doing bench press as long as fucking anyone. Uh, I can't think of any benefit to wrapping or not wrapping except for safety. I've never heard, right? I mean, I don't rap.
1: So if you're going to include a standard like that, like this, you is, rap, this Caleb? is just me. No. Do you rap, Brian? Yes. Oh, Suicide but, but if you're going to include a standard like that, like someone is there writing this and saying, are we going to let them put their thumb around the bar? No. Yes. Whatever, whatever you decide on, then the next question should be, and what if they do? Or what if they don't? Then what's the penalty?
0: Oh, then, right, that right. Way, If you're gonna have a rule, no, 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 no speeding, no, no going over fifty-five miles an hour, you need to know what the penalty is already too. Look yeah, at this okay, rule, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah missing or
1: skipping any repetitions will result in the athlete score being adjusted to the last correctly complete completed rep before the missed or skipped rep. So in that you know, when I read that, which I don't know if this bullet point is on every single read it one um, more time, Brian. Read it one more time. Missing or skipping any repetitions will result in the athlete's score being adjusted to the last correctly completed rep before the missed or skipped rep. Wow. So when I read that in relation to the handstand push-up si- situation I talked about before, I would assume that the workout ends there. Now this is from this test. Yeah, the bench meaning
0: breath. meaning if one round you only did five and you were supposed to do six and you still had a killer score, it doesn't matter. It goes back to where you missed that rep and that's your score.
1: That's what it I mean, that's what it says there. Right for sure. But I'm reading through all of this and it's an incorrect weight. That's grounds for zero score, incorrect distance for shutter on zero score, incorrect height for rope climb, counting 25 feet as 50 feet, not visually confirming floor, altering the rep scheme, incorrect measurements of any part of the setup, failure to use a registered judge. But I am reading through all of these things and there's no penalty for what, what does it mean to wrap or unwrap your so then if there's nothing written that says what happens to the athlete when they do that thing that they're not supposed to do, then what do you do?
0: Well, I, I, you assume that they know the same reason, like you don't know how much it costs for a speeding ticket, but you assume when they give you the ticket, they already know.
1: Well, in, you know, in other areas, we saw very clear things written, like you may not leave the frame of the video during the video. And then we saw published videos from CrossFit of athletes doing that and not getting a penalty for it. So what am I supposed to assume there? There's
0: got to, they Well, then they would claim common sense. Hey, I do want to say this. There's that, fa- there's that famous line from uh, Becky Marsh or Becky or Heather Marsh or what, I don't remember her name, but she said, uh, a thruster, you know what that is. And and boy, once you say that, man, that's like rich Froney knows what a bench press is. I don't care how he does it, <laughs> wrapped or unwrapped. I mean, you really, you really open up the uh, the door for that. Okay, hey, they're not going to penalize him for that.
1: Then why'd you write the rule?
0: Because C- th- if complete incompetence that's going on over there, that's endless. That's endless. I know. That's endless. That's endless fucking incompetence there. <sighs> I know some of you are like it doesn't matter because because you right, it doesn't matter like I have kids and I need to put them to bed and the fact them brushing their teeth is more important to me than any of this but not to some people. Hey, I I that actually was, thought about this was, today in the shower. I hate to beat a dead horse. Think of anything in any fucking sport that's as bad as what they did to Laura and um, Gabby. They bragged that it was the most watch open in the history of the sport and they put the wrong weights on them fucking crazy while we're beating them up a little bit is that true i'm trying to understand what's going on with the pounds and kilograms are you telling me that there was inconsistencies in the weights again
1: do you just get that spreadsheet i shared with you earlier
0: no i have a whole i have three pages of notes i'm trying to get through before i'm trying to take control of the show back from you a little bit oh okay good
1: what uh, thank you so i just you know how can that be this is a very dense spreadsheet by the way. I I did this this can morning. Can I pee first? Can I pee? Can I can I run a little uh <laughs> a little a little uh Yeah, what do you want me to do while you pee while you're I done?
0: just I'm just going to run a um Can you run that thing that you made a long time ago uh Caleb where it's like all the funny things like I treat the mic like a penis. Oh here, here I got it. Okay. We'll be right back. 55 seconds people. What is with this guy, you know? If Howard Stern and Joe Rogan had a baby, you'd be looking at him. Remember the people were live, so don't like start picking your nose or pull your dick out or anything crazy like that and This is why this is the greatest show on the internet because there's a comment here that says a lot of pre come and then right after there's a comment that says it's so sad Let's go back to hand jobs
1: people without their names and they uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: No one clipped that and played that on the internet. A thumb with a mustache. Yes. A thumb. <laughs> Listen, a guy named Johan Lopez called you a thumb with a mustache. <laughs> wow.
2: I'm gonna shit myself.
0: Man, that seven podcast is dull as shit.
2: Okay, you guys have a great day. Okay. You too. Thanks for calling.
0: Mwah. Uh, <laughs> no. I was feeling familial, like it was my mom I was talking about. <laughs> and we're back thank you appreciate everyone's time and patience uh okay
1: that was that that was great i love that
0: uh the so the weights are you explain to me in 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 third grade very slowly about this inconsistency in weights is this is inconsistency for europeans versus americans europeans get to lift one pound less
1: Oh, well, I just went through this morning for okay. individual quarterfinals, which is what this is. And then if you scroll down, you'll see the age group quarterfinals test. And if you scroll below that, you'll see the open. And, I, I just, and every workout that had weights, I just pulled out what the written weights were, pounds to kilograms. And then in some cases, I did a little math to try to figure it out. So we, let's go down to the open first. It's at the bottom.
0: Okay. I'm still lost, but I appreciate it. It's good. It's
1: a big, big picture.
0: Um,
1: where I, where is this thing? I, I,
0: I uninvited if I I had a big list of people invited on the show and then I uninvited them, but thank you for asking Barry. Thanks for making it uncomfortable.
1: So the yellow in the open is 23.1. That's for wall balls. And it's, uh, the top part. And then the second part is for the weights of 45, 65, 95, 115, and 135. And you see the corresponding kilograms on the side. Yeah. And those are pretty standard and will be standard almost all of the time. The problem is that the word almost has to be included there. The 23.2B is where you have the lifting test. This is the thruster. And the specific. <laughs> And on the test, it says, uh, you can use a 45 and a 35 pound barbell. And if you, and then if you look to the right and the three bullets on there, there's nothing listed about the weight of the barbells and kilograms for this workout. There's no conversion table provided for anyone who's using kilograms for this workout. The only directive given is if you're converting kilograms to pounds, it should say LBS instead of BS round up to the nearest pound. Um, that's the first lifting test of the year. That's also the one that has, uh, you don't have to show your weights. But to me, it's like, if you're going to have a, a lifting test in the open and you're Adrian Bosman, and you know what's coming in quarterfinals, and you know what's coming in semifinals, and you know that at the subsequent stages of the season that anytime someone's doing a one rep max, there's going to be a weight displayed, just establish that as a baseline expectation from the open. Similarly, because let's go to... Caleb, let's
0: scroll up to it. Um, so, so wait a second. So, there's an inconsistency so, so far. You've shown sometimes they tell you the kilograms to use. Sometimes they want you to convert it yourself.
1: Correct. So here, okay. if we go to the, the age just so, so anyone four,
0: knows, five. any professional outfit usually has. I forget what the book's called. Our CrossFit Journal has it, but it's a it's a it's a book with all of the rules you'll follow, the font you'll use, the font the size of the font and the header, how things. It, it's a um a style guide. You'll have a style guide. And So these things wouldn't happen if there was someone in charge. This just shows no one's in charge.
1: There's just no one in charge. And actually the best place that we could go to show this, Caleb, would be the the scorecard for Test 2 and A of the age group um, quarterfinals, the one that's 12 pages long, but we just don't want to go to page number two. And it'll show basically what I'm saying right here for Test 2B, that for this test, which is in the second stage of the season now, they provide a scoring table. So we scroll down to page number two. And three, wait, sorry, wrong one. Okay. Um, and, and there's a couple things that are notable. One is that hold on, hold on. Careful,
0: careful, dickhead, dick sucker. I know what DS stands for. You dick sucker. Careful. I know what you're doing. Careful. You shut your pie hole. Okay. Sorry. Go on. No, that's good. Um, not, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with sucking dick. Don't, don't, I don't, I didn't mean to throw that into this
1: whole negative category. No one stop what they're doing. Get back to work. Okay. So this page, mm-hmm. I think this page should have just been in the open when there were a one or a max thruster. <laughs> and now you've established it as the expectation for how pounds will be converted to kilograms for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change in quarterfinals and change again in semifinals and different again at the games. No, once you establish it, that's what it is for the entire competitive season open through games. And if you want to change it, change it in the off season reintroduce it with any changes or the same standard as one before, but they're not, they did not provide this in the open. They did provide it for test two of the age group quarterfinals. So now we have here, except example one says a barbell, that weighs twenty kilograms. That has previously been counted as forty-five pounds. Now only counts as forty-four pounds. Wow. Okay. Now yep. you are a practitioner of the CrossFit methodology dating back for nearly two decades. Thank you. So you, you yes. will know what the definition of work is. Yes. According to CrossFit,
0: I actually you have it here. Understand. It's kind of a mockery of the all of CrossFit by not being having the measurements uh, consistent, and accurate, and repeatable. It
1: is, and you it's will a mockery also, of the whole methodology. And therefore you will know that if you count the barbell in a one rep max lift as one pound less, that the significance it has on the workout is far inferior to if you count the barbell as two pounds more in a workout that you have to do 72 thrusters and take those extra two pounds through this range of motion, 72 times, as opposed to one time. Right. Anyway, I think that. I don't care if the bar is going to – if a 20-kilogram bar counts as 44 or 45 pounds. I just want it to count as the same thing every time. And I think that literally every person on earth could agree with that, and somehow the people that are in charge of this competition can't get that right.
0: You know, it's interesting. um, I listened to that uh, interview that um, Adrian did with uh, Chase, and one of the things that he said in there was that um, if the judging – um, the the older the older the older movements they and, and I I'm, I'm trying to paraphrase this but the um obviously the older movements like a thruster they'll be more strict on the newer movements they'll be more lenient on that being said the one thing that they will do is they will be consistent in the judging. So if they they're not going to penalize one person for not putting their head through and another person for putting their head through and and, and that they're just going to choose something like just the bar being overhead. They're going to choose something. They're going to stay consistent with it. Well, they're not doing it with what's the most important thing ever. And it's the weights they're not being consistent with the weights. It's crazy. Jeremy World, a second donation of the day. Where the fuck is my wrench? she wants to you can't buy it can you buy a wrench can you buy do we sell wrenches
1: we'll sell wrenches
0: not for five dollars we don't
1: <laughs> i'm definitely not getting one um um but this maybe you want to pull up that article that i sent to Caleb now since we're talking about this you should just text it to me Hmm. not easy to do
0: Look at Trish, do we want that power? uh can I ask you about some people in particular? can I ask you about the workouts in general? There were four workouts, correct yeah and oh, yeah. and the and the teams also had four
1: well, there were five tests for the qualify for the eight for the masters because of two a and two b and there, I think there were five scores for the teams because they had uh whatever a and b when they had to do the the lifting at the end
0: so, so sorry, let me ask this one more time uh. So these five scores, were they consistent, um, with the teens? With the, the teams, what? the teens, the teams, all the age group, all the age group people and the teams, were they consistent? No, the, the teams had different workouts. Completely different. They weren't consistent with these. There was no like, Correct. you know what? Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Just, but, and they had, did the, how many scores did they have? Five. Five also. Okay. And did you, uh, starting with the, uh the age group online qualifier did you uh, like the workouts well (laughs) let me let me start bigger picture do you like them as a test in their totality do you like the test
1: uh i'm okay with the test yeah okay and i do think i do think that the test will do a good job of qualifying 30 capable athletes for the next round of competition in each division
0: okay that's fair it, outside of the fact of that's a good way to put it outside of the fact of the other things that you established that you'd like to see in a test. Also ease of score, ease of setup at the gym, uh, not complicating and uh, the judges, things like that. The, the, the nuances that make the totality of it a great test, but in terms of it, picking the fittest, you're happy with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just look at the work, like, you know, the first workout with the increasing complexity dumbbell snatch or of walking lunges with the dumbbells and the, the gymnastics movements, like, you, you know, you have to be fairly well-rounded as a CrossFit athlete to do well on that workout. You come to the next workout and and now, it, you know, you have to have a, a very high-skilled pressing movement. And for 99% of the people taking the test, your capacity on a strict handstand push-up facing the wall that, you know, probably haven't practiced very much until maybe this last month is like, that's, it's, that's it. If you're good at it, you're going to do well on this workout or not. But you're definitely checking the box of the upper body press. You come to the workout after that. Well, it's a lifting workout so you're hitting a strength component. Then you have a long a really long workout, you know, 30 minute time cap is is about as long as you're going to see in an online competition. A mile of running, two sets of seven legless rope climbs, so really, you know, and a, and a bench press. Um, you get a push pull and run long time domain and then you have a, you know, what I think is actually on its own the best test of the five, which is the thruster rowing disgusting workout. Um, and I'm get, I would guess that that would probably be the best correlate of overall fitness of these five. And you, what was that workout that you, thruster rowing and what else? That's it. That's it. 27, 21, 15, nine. It was 2015 open workout. Number five. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. And, and, and for, and for the teams, I wasn't as familiar with the team workouts as the, uh, as the other ones, but I do remember. There seemed to be a lot of weightlifting overhead for the team competition. And I would guess that if you looked at that a little bit more closely, it would be disproportional to pretty much everything else in there. But the workouts were tough. And I spent some time looking at the leaderboard today. And, you know, all the teams that I were on my radar prior to the season starting are filtering right up to the top. So the fittest are prevailing, which is, you know, not just one fittest, but all, all of the fittest teams are prevailing. Um, including all of the ones from North America East, and therefore the test was probably pretty good, even if it m- might have had some redundancy in terms of the skills being tested
0: and and the teams and the masters do not have a worldwide ranking or a strength of field number correct okay and and why i i guess i i guess I kind of get for the teams, although it might encourage teams to stay together but why not for masters?
1: Uh, probably just cuz, you know, every year 20% of the field moves to a new, another division. It's okay. hard to track.
0: Uh, there was a the you touched on this briefly, there was a there was an issue with um logging the score
1: of the clean after the handstand push-up. Was that ever fixed or did they basically well, I don't know. So there's I'm I'm actually not not 100% sure on this anymore. Um, they definitely acknowledged that there was a problem. I'm not CrossFit sure. CrossFit if- Games did. They made an announcement. For those of you uh, no. who don't know,
0: <laughs> for those of you who are just tuning in right now, Brian shared with us earlier in the show that there was a part A and a part B. And if you scored part A as a zero, they didn't let you put in part B as a number. And now we're hearing Brian's telling us that CrossFit said, hey, that's a problem. It wasn't meant to be that way. We're trying to fix it. Is that correct?
1: <clears throat> yes. So I was under the impression that you you could not – log a score of zero for Part A or that if and and a, a weight for Part B meaning that if you didn't at least do one rep of Part A that you couldn't do a score for Part B Be, um, and there was some you know it seemed like the system or whatever was preventing people from doing that I it I had heard at some point that there was a zero as a placeholder for Part A and so if you didn't replace the placeholder zero with by actually pressing zero on your phone or keyboard, that it wouldn't register a score and that without a score, you couldn't enter the weight. I don't know which, if it was one and then the other, or if it was just the whole time that you, if you didn't replace the zero that was already there with a zero, that it, oh, that, you know.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I'm not yes, sure yes. if it was one You're or the s- other or both at right. some point.
0: Hey, you know what would be interesting is to see how many people, you know what I would do? I would put in a one. And then I would put in my second score and then I would just, I would either contact them or not and tell them, Hey, just so you know, I'd got a zero, but I put in a one. And
1: there were people that did that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that seems like, so you don't get screwed. Right.
1: Sure. And there were, um, right. But okay. Yes. So like, here's, you know, yes. Yes. However, if you're, then I'll be curious what you would do. So now you start getting some of these emails from people.
0: I would panic though, too. Also, by let's the way. Trust me, you're, I would panic.
1: Your uh, your Dave or Eubanks or, or Adrian Bosner or whoever gets these emails at the support yeah. staff. Yeah. And they say, uh, hey, you see that? We just got five emails in the last uh, two hours from people who are logging one, even though they got zero. Yeah. What should we do?
0: Call IT. Oh no, that guy quit. Um uh tell justin tell adrian fine okay but if you're justin or adrian if you're the decision maker what are you gonna do hey call someone on it some company outside. no you notify the athletes oh tell okay tell me yeah that's why i don't have that job hey athletes oh right away hey we gotta we gotta okay you make a public announcement let everyone know
1: stop stressing out don't worry we're on it yes you already emailed all of them to invite them just email them again okay hey we know there's been some 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 of you are having issues with the zero as a score for part 2a. You know, and and then whatever you want to say We know you paid how much it. money
0: did they pay to enter this? $50. Oh, we know you paid $50 and you want to put in a score.
1: But but again, what if you just took that workout and you just made it um 1296 going the other way? So you start with the box jumps and GHDs, so you know everyone's going to get a score, and there's no chance of this Mm, being a problem.
0: mm,
1: mm. I mean, that's very simple. Make it simple. Don't make it complicated.
0: Let let me just play devil's advocate here. That doesn't alter the workout in any single way that – in any way that uh, ruins the workout? I don't think so. Yeah, Okay. By the, by ruin it. I mean, accidentally you get the
1: wrong person in. No, everyone who got a zero is just going to get a, a six, an 18 or a seven. Or what is it? A 21. 20. Okay. Uh, Denise in the comments is saying it's fixed. Okay. So then, so eventually within two hours of the, of the submission deadline, I started getting some messages from people saying that CrossFit was addressing this problem. But uh, their correspondence were not the same to everyone, and in one of the correspondence, they said, "Since you reached out and contacted us before the deadline, we will enter your score for you." Oh, did you take the oh. screenshot of oh. that that I posted?
0: Oh, did I?
1: Yeah. No. Oh, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday you said yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, I did. You want <laughs> to see it?
1: I don't know. We're Just to get the language right, but um, but the point is. Wh- you know, where as to me, and this is, maybe it's just me. If I'm getting information from a, you know, from multiple athletes that are, and if I'm getting the information, then I'm sure CrossFit's getting more information than me contacting them saying that I'm having this problem then I would think, Oh, well, this is a problem. And if these five people are contacting me, I'm sure that there's 50 others that are going to, or are thinking about it or having the same problem. Um, why don't we just communicate with all of them? What's going on? What our plan is to fix it, and what we would let, what they should do if they find themselves in this situation.
0: I wonder, Caleb. When I send you text, is it hard? Is it a shitload of work getting it up on the screen? No. Thank you for your patience regarding your age group quarterfinal test two A and two B scores. You can now submit a score of zero. If you did not complete any reps during test two A, you will need to enter a zero for 2A, and then enter your weight in pounds for 2B. Do not leave the field blank. Please enter the actual number zero. Since you contacted us before the submission deadline, we can help you enter your score if needed. But
1: that wasn't for everyone. Well, so here's the thing. What are they consistently telling us? We have a small team. Right. If I have a small team and I see that I'm starting to get the emails, the same email from multiple people, Instead of having someone on my small team respond to every single one of those emails individually, and in some cases with different verbiage than this, meaning that there's multiple different responses going out to people having the same problem, I'm just going to say, whoa, 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 let's write one email and cut it off at the head because we don't have the manpower to be responding to all these emails individually. And they're all asking the same question."
0: Uh, Jeffrey, uh, Birchfield, I feel every workout should start with a movement. Anyone can do that way. Uh, this is always this, there's always a score. Hey, even if what Jeff is saying isn't true, there should be a checklist where they go through and be like, Hey, are we, do do we want to put set this problem now that they know there should be this fucking list of things Are the kilograms to pounds accurate? Is it consistent with all the other one workouts? What have we done in the past with people holding up signs? Is this really a time we want to introduce something new? why are we telling people to wrap their thumb or not wrap their thumb and adding something? What is that? How does that really affect the test of fitness?
1: And if we decide that it does, what's the penalty for the people who don't do it?
0: And, And, and if it's really just a safety issue, just right on there, we advise that you wrap your thumb for safety issues. We do not condone an unwrapped or some shit. Yeah, this is, yeah, there, there could easily be a checklist of shit, um, that someone who gets paid $300 a week, um, 300 pesos a week. I just do $300? 300 pesos a week can do. Well,
1: but here's the thing, you know,
0: because a- Adrian will say this. Whoa, way, whoa, know. what's this? Even Craig Howard, who's a stud, got a zero score on, on one of the tests. Did he get a zero on the handstand push-up test?
1: Yeah, I think he said it was like the first time in the history of him doing online competitions uh, for CrossFit that, you know, he's got, had to take a zero. Why? Is he injured? Uh, uh he, he couldn't do the handstand push-up, I think. Not yeah, sure why. Might, Same as when that. He, he, not he sure must sure. injured.
0: Uh, Jan Clark HQ needs to tuck its tail and bring Dave back in full capacity. He was prior to firing. Well. Well. That would be. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, it's like, how many movements are you going to do? Adrian's competent. Um, he just needs to be set up for success.
1: No, no, no. What Adrian regular says is, you know, this is not just him. There's a team of people around him. And what my question is, what what qualifies those people to be on that team? Because someone's not asking the right questions. And the more people that are on that team that are not asking these questions, the more people that are in positions that probably they shouldn't be in, in terms of advising for the game, the administration of the game season. And I think that, and you, you might know better than me, that a lot of the people that are rising up through the ranks there used to thrive in different roles. And as they've stayed there longer, have elevated into maybe more you know, a, a senior or authoritative roles where they're maybe not, not as qualified for that job as they won the one previous. This happens in a lot of professions, teachers becoming administrators and you lose your best teachers. And they're not even the best administrators they are just doing it to make 20 extra thousand dollars a year.
0: Oh, well said, uh, Yanni, uh, looking like Halle Berry. Look at it. How do you have a crazy first name? And your last name is Smith. Yanni Sevon Smith. Hi. I got married to someone. Oh, right. Just some white dude. Caleb Smith uh, CF is not going to change anything until athletes speak out rule followers. Plus they're trying to get paid F- in, in all uh, Yanni. I really like you. Yon y- yan, yan Yansa. Uh fucked athletes. Don't speak out. You're the fucking idiots. that got Dave fired in the first place. You dipshits. I don't want to hear a fucking word out of you. Shut up and lift you morons. Okay. So where were we? D- I don't want, we don't want your help. Don't worry. Brian's got this. The fucking hear from the athletes. Subhuman. A Yon Clark, TD CEO. I agree. I married a white dude. That should be a. Well, that's a great. That's a great. Um, sitcom. I married a white. Is that? Do they have that as a sitcom? I married a white dude. It's at least be a t-shirt or an acronym. I'mtwd. You have to put the A in there. No. Uh, I'mwd instead of hard work pays off. I married a white dude. It's a bunch of just rich w- wives. It's a show on TV. <laughs> uh, no, we're the finger pointers. A bunch of finger pointers at you. No, no, that's what we do. I got
1: finger my pointers. Wednesday night lineup now. Milf Manor and How I Married a White Dude. How I Married a White, dude. <laughs> I, married a white
0: dude. I don't know what she is, but she's, she's looking like Halle Berry. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Maybe it is Halle Berry. Um, okay, the the only the only um, the only two uh, athletes we've really given any love to are uh, Sam Dancer. God, he got a lot of love, and uh, Rich Froning and uh, Al Chama got a little love. Um, c- can I go through some people and we talk about um, them? Let's go one one for one. You go, then I go for for athletes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how's my boy Jason Grubb doing? Uh, but by, by the way, if you go to YouTube and you type in uh, uh, um, age group online qualifier, this guy owns that scene. He's the, he is the, he produces more content in, in that in the last five years than anyone. So kudos to him for, uh, for all
1: that. Now, like, like I said, I think that these tests are fairly well balanced. You're going to get someone who's got, you know, good capacity for gymnastics, has the upper body pulling, has the upper body pressing, is strong and can suffer. So when you look at, when we look at some of these athletes, you're going to see, I mean, I think that this is a good indication of who the front runners are in, in most of the divisions for the games as well. It's so Jason Grubbs in the men's 45 to 49, and he crushed it. He had 44 total points: a first, a second, a seventh, a 14th, and a 20th, and he has uh, almost half as many points as just over half as many points as a second place guy. So what about there was some Russian guy? He was he was he was Glad as a he he tapered off. Wait, he was what cheating on? I don't see any. No, there's no. There's no. There's a Russian guy in seventh, but he wasn't uh, threatening to Jason. Really,
0: I just remember Jason had to compete against some dude uh, at um they, they're at the Wheel Wads or wherever the, the the these guys go. Don't these guys have like a, a an event last month or two months ago?
1: lot Palooza? That maybe?
0: No, something else. The Master's just, Fitness Collective. Maybe it's that um, Master's and, Legends Championship. And there was a, there was a Russian guy there who he was uh, Jason was tripping on a little bit. Well, so this guy's, so how old is he? 47. Is this going to be a big deal if he wins the game at 47?
1: Look, the guy in second place is legitimately, is legitimately good. David Johnston. And he's just aged into this division. And Mike Kern is the same age as him is really good. Like those are three guys that I know are good in this division, but I think, I think that, uh, Jason is, um, the favorite there's like, the guy that's in 11th place. Uh, he might've even won this division a couple years ago, but he's 49 now, Justin LaSala. So he'll probably be the favorite to win the 50 division next year. But if he sneaks okay. in at 49 years old, there's always a couple of guys or girls that are able to do this sneak in in the last year of their age division. And I find that uh, like just as impressive as the people winning their division. If you can get in in the last year eligibility that on its own is incredible.
0: Okay. Jason grow. We like, we like him. good money on Jason. Good dude. Okay. Uh, your turn.
1: Okay. We'll just flip over to women's 45 to 49. Okay. <clears throat> And I was shocked when I looked at this leaderboard because I, I know who the fittest person in this division is. And I was like, wait, where, where is she? And uh, I saw a couple uh, Brazilian girls in first and second that I've never heard of. A couple, uh, someone from Finland, a woman from South Africa. And then the woman that is the fittest in this division, just aging into it this year, is in seventh place, Kelly Friel. And you look at her performances here. How come I don't know any of these women? I
0: was around back in the day.
1: Kelly's been competing for a long time, but, um, but never in the elite division, the individual division, Always in the master's divisions.
0: Okay. Um, but where's, where's, where's the, um, where's the, I, I guess, the, I, I mean, I was going to say, I guess Annie started in 2009 and she's still going individual. I, I guess the girls who were started the yeah, sport 10
1: years ago when she was 35, Kelly Friel, like mm-hmm. there wasn't a 35 to 39 division. Okay. Fair so enough. she had to wait until she was 40. Okay. So she's only had, this is her fifth or sixth year, and she has a good, she has a good resume. But look at her performances in this, in this quarterfinal. Second place, first place, second place, first place, 149th place. Okay. So, so, okay. I see what Uh, you're doing. The last four years at the games, first, first, second, second. And once again, you have this movement, this wall facing strict handstand push up movement that you're implementing as the first movement in a workout for all age divisions. Well, not the, not all age divisions, but the ma- majority of the age of 35 to 54. And then the, the, uh, uh, teenage divisions. Hey, what if it was fewer reps? What's the rep scheme? on It's it? just a really, really specific thing to be testing. Basically an isolation for a large percentage of wide range of athletes, uh, uh, you know, of age of athletes and skill of athletes.
0: Grub is on the
1: juice. No, he's not. Okay. took care of
0: that. Thank you. Thank you, Barry.
1: So I'm not too, you know, that's like in the case of Kelly here, I'm not worried at all. That's literally one thing. And probably now that she knows it's on the table, you give her five months to work on it. She's going to be a lot better at it is my guess. Um, and then otherwise she's first and second on every workout. Okay. So
0: so she's going to win the games. That's your, that's your girl.
1: Yeah. Um, and also, okay. And just an example that Lynn Knappman had a, you know, she didn't do as well on all the other workouts, but she did just as bad on this one, you know, relatively, and it knocked her out of contention. To you know, uh, uh, Mason Mitchell,
0: uh, Sevon tasted him. I mean, tested him. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. How about what about this jokey lady? What's she doing this year? This this the jokey Joker lady, the seventy year old lady who climbed the rope a couple years ago. What's what's her deal? Seventy years old. Did is she on the leaderboard somewhere? I, I have no idea. But you, someone in the comments, you you know who I'm talking about? The jokester, the Yoki jokester. She's got a crazy name, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 she climbed the um she climbed the rope uh, a couple of years ago or last year, and everyone's like, holy shit. I want to say she went to the games. Is she is she doing the? Uh, do you see her in the old ladies club, division? I've I mean, Mr. I, Beaver. She, I see her name, but I'm trying to find her right now.
1: What's the oldest you go? Uh, 65 plus. Okay. I'm looking through these. Leaders. That sucks if I you. pick
0: the name and we don't get to talk about it. and It's your turn again. That's really going to piss me off. Well, you don't even know her name. I. Well, what, that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Jeffrey Birchfield remembers her. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. God. 69. Barry McCogner says she's 69. Oh, yeah. This is her name. Yes. Dick off. That's her name. Thank you, Jamie. <sighs> uh, joke dick off. That's her name. J-O-K-E-D-I-K-H-O-F-F. What are you laughing at, Brian? That's really her name. Choke Dickoff. <laughs> what if it was joke? What if it was Choke? going to pronounce it wrong. Uh, right. Bruce Wayne, uh, Jamie, that's a great pick. Jamie, probably one of the few pictures where she's not working out uh no sign of her anywhere okay no i relinquished uh, the floor uh but uh but but an amazing athlete
1: <clears throat> all right women's um, women's 60 to 64 division okay let's go entering back into the master's realm as she does every other year since 2015 undefeated in her crossfit games career five championships going for six wow susan clark 19 points three times better than points wise than the next closest in a division just like uh
0: so let's be honest
1: here does anyone check her birth certificate <laughs> dude she's 64 she's in the last age of the eligibility and she's crushing everyone the older i thought you get, i thought there's a, i thought there's matters. a 65 and older what if know, what if she's the last year of eligibility in the 60 to 64 she what if she's really 49 CrossFit Training, I think, or CrossFit Games, someone put up actually a, a video of her today on their Instagram. I mean, she's the she is the best masters athlete of all time. She's never lost. God, and she's little, dude. She won it in I... 14, 15, 17, 19, 21, and she's coming back in 23. And since only... 15, she takes every other year off. I fucking love that about her. How many times she... have you heard me talk about the fact that, yeah. that some you know that, that can work for some people, especially as they get older?
0: I don't trust anyone who doesn't have a profile pick, Laura Fonseca. Uh she's not 49. She's a beast. How is she only hundred and twenty-three pounds? She's a, okay, well, a also feather. Remember, yeah, she's bigger than me. Remember, we, this said. is why we
1: don't put any <laughs> this is why we don't put any too much emphasis on the weights on the game's profile because she could have entered that when the day that she made her game's profile, and unless she changes it, it never changes. Hey I'm, dude,
0: I, if if that is true, she's probably one of the lightest ever champions even in the teenage division. I mean that that is a t- especially for how tall she is. That's tall for 5'5" 123. It's crazy. Oh, do we has anyone interviewed her? Is there a podcast on her? Do do I need her? I've written about like her. Patrick
1: her. Clark's written about her. I don't know about interviews. I'm I'm hopeful that I hope there's something out there. She yeah, she's great. And she's from Canada. Doesn't look like it. All right.
0: Susan Clark. Is she on Instagram? That's not how Patrick Clark spells his last name either, is it? No. Okay. Uh, Susan Clark. Okay, my turn, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Susan Clark. What's her? Oh, I recognize her. That's 2021. Yeah, there's no way that's 123 pounds. She's a brick shithouse. (laughs) What's her? Let me see her Instagram. Go up to the top. Look, Ariel Lowen follows her.
1: She oh, she, one. She oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, but they just put her. a video up of her like today. I recognize her. She must have been at the games when I was there. 14, 15, 17, 19, 21.
0: Yeah. Look at Laura says she's humble as fuck. Laura, uh, f- uh, private Instagram. Okay. Uh, Laura, will you? Do, my Instagram is Sevon Rinsta. Will you? Um, that's her. Oh, yeah. That's Savage. Will you? Uh, could you uh, DM me her Instagram, Patrick Clark? She uh alternates. Yep, just like Brian said. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll mention it to her. Thank you. I'll be very nice. I won't swear. I'll be on my best behavior. It'll be cool. I won't mention anything about the vaccine or nothing
1: or her being from Canada. Dude, I can't wait for this next one. But you're up. You're
0: or or Trudeau or anyone.
1: Uh, Kyle Casper Bauer. Um, (laughs) is he competing? I
0: don't know. Please, I can't be 0-2 on that. I can't. You,
1: I, I actually looked at the leaderboard before I made these picks. No, he's not I didn't. competing. I didn't. Wait, wait, no. wait, wait, Maybe he's in a different division this year.
0: I get one more if uh, if if I get another one. No,
1: no. I don't see him.
0: Uh, Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet. Nope. All right. Fine. Okay, your turn. Well, I wonder why Kyle isn't uh, competing. Are
1: you doing okay. every other year? Caleb, we got to go to men's 45-49. to 49. To the leaderboard. This is Jason Grubbs' division. And scroll down to number twenty-one, and I want to see what Savan thinks about this guy.
0: Oh, is this um, is this Ken Jones? No,
1: we're getting to him.
0: Kevin Jones. Sorry, Kevin Jones. Breck Berry. Do I know him? Do you know him? He
1: looks very familiar. Breck Berry. Four-time CrossFit Games athlete, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. In wow. 2007, fifth place overall behind James Fitzgerald, Brett Marshall, Josh Everett, and Chris Spieler, one spot ahead of Jeremy Teal.
2: When And I was scrolling
1: through the leaderboard early, and I'm like, I know that name. And I looked him up. And if you go to his profile, he hasn't done anything. He, I mean, he does the open. But beyond that, the last time he was at the games was actually on a team in 2012. I have a theory, but I probably shouldn't say it out loud. It's a and little And Masters harsh. in 2016 once, and then nothing else. And here he is popping back up.
0: Good on him. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, uh, 21, That doesn't. He, but he's not going, right? Only no, he'll half. make it to the next 30.
1: Okay. But it's. But I just it's, thought it was cool. And if you go two spots below him, another former games athlete.
0: I don't recognize him. He- oh, yeah, I recognize that dude. Wow,
1: two-time Games athlete from Africa. Wow, yeah, that was a big dude. So it's kind of cool when some of these guys from way back when—and I mean, Blackberry is at the first four CrossFit games. Breck
0: yeah, that's nuts. popping
1: up on a leaderboard in 2023. He's—he's uh, he's American. What was his flag? Yeah. Right. Okay. I think I'm winning this game. By the way. Yeah, you're killing me. If if it, if it was a
0: competition, you're killing me. So so that guy did a ro- three years at Aromas. Mhm. All three
1: years. Hey, you know something I'm gonna do? What? I'll tell you later. It's gonna be cool. Maybe I should have him on too, Breck Berry. That'd be. I mean, that would be wild. Like just to, to talk to. I mean,
0: Breck Berry and season Do you guys any
1: interviews with Breck Berry out there ever? I don't know. And if there are, they're probably by you from 2008.
0: But I'm a master of my craft, and I promise you, it will be good. <clears throat> that would be. It would be amazing. Like.
1: I think it'd be so cool to catch up with some of those guys now and say, like, you showed up in 2007 to the CrossFit Games. Like, why? Yeah, did you sleep there? <laughs> what were you doing the previous, like, year, two years, three years that, that landed you there? Did and, Dave uh, enter
0: the Open this year?
1: Dave Castro? I don't know. I never checked. Uh, Becca Voigt. Becca Voigt. You got one. She is competing. But she was out of the top 10, I think. Yeah, she's in 11th place in the Masters 40 to 44. And by the way, they are making changes on the leaderboard because earlier today when I checked, Jen Ryan was winning this division. Now Andrea Pinheiro is winning this division. So there is a live scoring change happening for the, the Masters review process. Do I, do I know who uh, Jen Ryan is, that name? Yeah, Invictus. She's been around for a long time, sometimes competing on a team with them, sometimes in the Masters divisions
0: is 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 uh Becca a concern when she takes eleventh or no?
1: Well, in general, no, but also you just kind of look at the performances. So eighth place in the first workout, very cross that's solid, thirty first in the second one, you know, so she's I would say relative to her overall skill set, and maybe a little below average on the strict handstand pushup, still not a bad score. Oh, that's so cool actually. That is awesome. Oh, there's a girl from my gym who got the exact same in the same division. They got the exact same number of reps as her on this workout. Cool. And uh, can
0: uh, we scroll over? I want
1: to see what her worst finish is. Sorry, Thank it's the lift. It's the lift. And what? Ninety fifth. Oh. She's eighth oh. and twelfth on okay. the other workouts. Oh, so she did great. Yeah. So on the fitness stuff, really good. The strength, okay. she takes a hit, and on a, and the bigger the field, the bigger that hit's going to be. So when the fields get smaller and the competition gets longer, that a deficiency on a strength test like that will be mitigated relative to everything else that she's excellent at. Okay. I only have one more person. Go ahead. Your turn. Now I want to show that guy from this division that did the lift. Oh, Kevin Jones. Yeah. So we had already featured the 35 to 39 year olds that had some impressive lifts and a lot of them, but no, but this guy who's in the next age division up, with the heaviest lift of anyone, 384 pounds.
0: I, uh, before you play that, uh, Karina, um, Sevon would know about clever. Uh, I saw Kristen clever about a year ago at the ranch. I got to hang with her a bit. And, um, I don't know if it was her wife or a girlfriend, but it was a really good time. It was actually the, the, it was a really good time. I really enjoyed hanging out with her. And actually just a couple of days ago, my wife said, Hey, you should get Kristen clever on the podcast. So, uh, I don't know what the question was, but I don't think she still competes competes anymore. But she's cool as shit and, and her body looked insane. I saw her at the ranch. It was at a street parking event at the ranch and her she looked like she was as
1: fit as ever. Okay, here we go. Her Who's this guy? The What's this guy? Finals at the Granite Games uh, last year.
0: <clears throat> and did she look amazing?
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she she's shredded.
0: She looks she's taller than I remember. Probably not to you, Brian. You you're shrinking. I know, that's probably true. Um, okay. Well, what, what's the deal here? Who's this guy? What did he, he just finished a workout. Now he has to do another workout.
1: (laughs) No, this is the clean at the end of the two a and two B. And this is the, uh, this is the heaviest anyone lifted this past weekend. This is a 40 year old guy in the world. Uh, well of the, all the masters who participated, there was a guy in the 35, 39 who did one pound less, or maybe he just counted his barbell differently than him. And that was the difference. He
0: just converted wrong. Wow. This is incredible. Okay. Do we get to see it?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, that guy looks huge. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: So, Kevin, let's Jones. watch
0: again. I want to watch people's reaction around him. Man, he doesn't dilly dally. Wow. <clears throat> Any, did he break any rules? Is his thumb wrapped? Is he using straps? Is he uh, allowed
1: to use lifters? I think that one would count for everyone except for Maddie Rogers. Did he open his hip? Sad.
0: <laughs> Why? Well, I don't get it.
1: She got white lights on a clean and jerk, and then they changed it to red lights, and she didn't medal in her like 10th straight Pan American championship. Wow. It really fucked her up, and 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 did she? Did she? Was her lift good? It looked pretty good. It Was for a second. Yeah. Wow. Next second, it wasn't.
0: It's, uh, uh, she competes at Rogue Invitational still. Oh yeah, clever. Good point. Yeah, she does. That's right. And in the Legends. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Sam Briggs. I don't think so. all right uh how, what oh uh, we're done with that game no well, I was gonna move on to teams here a little bit wait 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 okay okay Sam
1: Briggs did compete she did yeah women's 40 to 44 she's in 25th place again wow. again just like this is happening a lot 10th 24th sixth fifth 260th
0: oh it, and that's the handstand <laughs> that's the handstand push-up
1: no, no that's the lift the lift
0: Oh, okay So, hey, but, but, but that's, but that's a, that's a fair lift, right?
1: Yeah. Right. Do do you have any issue with this? No, (laughs) I mean, this could be like, and again, like this could be the argument uh, towards having a third qualifier, you know? Right. Okay. Right. So that something like this doesn't happen as often. Uh, That's a great,
0: uh, Karina Rain. Great question. Uh, Sean Ramirez is Sam making a run. What, did I ask her that? I don't even know if I asked her that when she was on the show last week or two weeks ago or five weeks ago, whenever that was.
1: Sean Ooh. didn't do the, he, he registered, but didn't uh, log a score for any workouts.
0: Okay. So something happened to him because we had him on the show and this was his comeback year.
1: Yes, but he's also 49. So I, so he's in, he's in the last year of eligibility for his division and it's pretty competitive division, quite frankly. Um, there's a lot of good guys there. We already talked about some of them. I think that whether he intended to or not, or whether he needs his body or whatever, um, based on seeing him at master's fitness collective him and talking to him a little bit there that taking this season, not too seriously and setting himself up for his 50 year old season to be a good, uh, it will be a much more likely successful comeback year.
0: Uh, uh, Jordan Buhat with the uh, professional photo as his profile pic. Maddie got the signal that she could put it down. That's why she didn't stop moving. Ah, okay. So I'm guessing she was locked out and she dropped it, but then there was some other rule that conflicted with it that you have to hold it still and stop moving. And so the judge kind of fucked her. And then they said, yeah, but responsibilities I mean, <clears throat> on the athlete. They did some shit like that.
1: More, yeah, more or less. And it's like, the ideal situation would be that the order of operations is correct. So, which and the order of operations would be, God PC, would be that she does the lift to the standard. Then you get the lights. Then you drop the bar. Here she's got the lights. Are you allowed to do a three hundred and sixty like that? And, in well, it's in the end as long no. as you're on the platform, yeah. So she know she thought she did. You see the lights turn red right there. No, I didn't even. I can't even see the lights. Where are they? They blink white and they'll project a light. When they turn to red, you'll really see it. Keep watching until she goes on. Watch her on the ground right here.
0: See that? Oh. So she. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, so she thinks for a minute she did it?
1: Yeah. Because they gave her the down signal. See, she, she explains there, correction, the final reasoning was two judges pressed their calls, white lights, signaling the down signal. I dropped the bar, as you, a lifter does, and one judge then, gen, then changed their white to red because I had, quote-unquote, not stopped moving before the down signal was given and did not show control of the bar. And then exactly like he assumed, I was told it was the athlete's job to show full control of the bar regardless of the down signal, hold it beyond the down signal.
0: And that's kind of what we, that's what we were guessing would happen, right? There's two different rules, but one of the
1: rules has a hierarchy over the other rule. Yeah. And I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's like you're running into the end zone. Like, make sure you run with the ball through the goal line. Don't, don't make it close. You know, whatever. No lift period,
0: says Tank Reeves. <clears throat> she never controlled it. Sorry, not sorry. Uh she kept moving though. That's on the judges. It's not CrossFit. Fuck. Like it. neither moving of them on.
1: are you know, neither neither of them are wrong. You know, Right. Like it was the judge's fault and it was her fault. And um
0: do we want to look at are there are there any kiddos that are worth talking about? Any uh teens that, that you want to be like, yes, good they're not next on my
1: list. Oh, okay. Let's do it. I think we should just. Uh, at the, uh, there's always new people in the 14 and 15 division. I'd rather look at them more closely after the um, the next round when there's only okay. 10 remaining. But for the boys, 16, 17, and girls, 16, 17. Uh, we start with the boys. I think this is going to. So you know, because in the boys division, none of these guys have any chance of competing with the individual elite men. There's too big of a gap. But there are three guys within three points on this leaderboard. And if you are a fan of the teenage divisions, and if you're a fan of close competitions and dramatic uh, competitions, these three guys, Caden Hogan, RJ Mestra, and Ty Jenkins, are going to be putting on a show this year. Uh, you can just look and see their performances across the board: two one twelve three four seven two four four six four fourteen one five one. There's hardly anything bad there. That, you know, a fourteenth and a twelfth out of fifteen. 15- performances and they have what like uh, about 200 people to competing in this division. So these three guys are going to be really, really close the entire uh, year. And this is just a little preview of what's to come in terms of uh, what I will think will be one of the most competitive age group battles at the games this summer. All of these people that we're talking about now,
0: we won't see their semifinals. They're not televised. This is all more online shit. They go on, they stay online. They're just screwed, right? We're screwed. They're screwed. The, the, these are just online. It's online, right? Quarterfinals, mm-hmm. semifinals. How about for the teams? Are, is, are their semifinals also online?
1: No, teams will be in person at, at the same okay. semifinals as individuals. What a
0: shame. What a shame. I, I guess at least if they were going to do. Um, I guess at least if they were going to do, uh, if they were only going to have ten masters, they could at least let them come to semifinals, and let them showcase some of their their shit there. The thirty five to thirty nine, nice to see them.
1: It's tough because because they're all spread out all over the the world. But I think that oh, and the a, cost and getting them there. Okay, yeah, but I think in you know I think that it's a is another argument in favor of having a you know a bigger pool of athletes at the at the more dense uh, competitive fields. Because you're, you know, you're you're less likely to miss out on someone that might actually be incredibly entertaining, talented fit to watch at the games.
0: Uh, No more talk after about Maddie after this. The judges have three seconds to change a white to a red if they see something wrong after a white light. For example, if the lifter slams the bar down from overhead, they can get red lit after white lights. That's like the cop can change his mind if you're nice to him when he comes up to the window. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay, and uh, so the ladies, sixteen to seventeen.
1: Yes, I'm just gonna let you look at the top three, and
0: yeah, I, I, you I'm. You know, I'm, just, assuming, I'm curious. I'm
1: assuming you haven't looked at these yet.
0: No, I haven't. But I'm. Just, I'm curious if Miss Kerstetter even did them. Oh, there she is! Wow. Oh, and I've heard you mention uh, Lucy, and 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 Tr- I've heard you mention all three of these. I've heard you mention Lucy uh, Trista. And Olivia Kirstetter. Wow, and all
1: and all three will be in the next iteration of the top 100 power rankings that are coming out because all three are eligible to compete not only in their obviously in their uh, age group semifinal but in the elite individual semifinal as well. And I think that they they will because they can do both. Let me see
0: the strength numbers here. Just clean. <laughs> Uh, 225, 215, uh, 225, 217 and 257, uh, man, this is a whole nother batch of savages coming up. This is crazy. Look at fourth place at 223. This is nuts. <coughs> yeah. Kerstetter 257 Jacob Hepner messing with his bad back in the background. Oh my God. Wow. That looked easy. 6.4. Wow. That looked easy. Wow. Unbelievable! Wow. Hey, what about? Let me ask this. What about her? Good going, um, team. Pro team, just skipping individual and going team. Isn't? Do you think she thinks about that? Someone's had to have talked to her about that, right? To get some pro pro experience instead of messing with the little girls.
1: Can you do that? Can you go team? Well, it, she, she would have had to been on a team's roster, which she is not. Okay, but she could have maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, these other numbers are crazy. The fact that these other two girls uh, are doing so well is, uh, is nuts. So we don't know what will happen with these three. I think that... What- I can't believe how hard that clean is, and yet she moves so fast. Better, Justin? From CrossFit, stinky hive, sweet hive,
1: salty hive. I think what's most likely is that each of them will go to their semifinal, not qualify as an individual go to the games and we'll have uh, a competitive battle, but that in the game setting, I think Olivia will still beat these two.
0: Those girls' confidence
1: is skyrocketing. I mean, just, you know, yeah, definitely don't just because I say that doesn't mean that they can't, can't do it. Uh, They will. I mean, these three are very, very fit, uh, very competitive. And I, you know, and I do hope that they go to um, the semifinal, you know, we saw, Haley Adams do that when she was 16, 17 years old and get a little bit of competition experience there that I think was helpful for her making that transition uh, out into the elite division and can be for these girls as well.
0: Patrick saying she's only 15 is, is, but she will be 16 at the games. Is that the deal? Mm -hmm. Crazy. Okay. Once again, the information on the game site is wrong.
1: Uh, what is going on? I think on it with, shows the age that they'll be at the games. Well, yes. But I'd really like to see the,
0: the age that they are now. Uh mayhem, any any good teams uh
1: this year? Oh yeah. All over the world actually.
0: But but I don't mean ones that are doing the programming. Is is Mayhem gonna have it set the record again? The people who do their programming, they're gonna have the biggest showing at the games. Yes. And but do they the have do they have any teams um, uh, who are training at
1: the uh, empire at the castle that are, that have a chance? Well, the, this one crossed it Mayhem independence. This is Angelo's team. Okay. And, they and that's a good sign that they beat that Oslo Navy blue team, right? <clears throat> well, like I said, the teams are like the, the very competitive teams in the world are all filtering towards the top of the leaderboard here. Um, Let me see. I think every single team in the top 16 was uh, on my radar prior to the season starting as a team to keep an eye on. And the other teams after that, uh, you know, once I saw them pop up here, 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, 23, 24. I mean, there's a lot of good teams out there. But if you're talking about they can win the games, I think there's only three teams that can win the games, maybe four.
0: I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's interesting. um, Oh, okay. I was just checking to see if it's, it's unconquerable Invictus unconquerable. It's funny. You can look up inconquerable. It's interesting. Okay. They don't tell you if one's right or wrong. Uh, yeah. What we're what, what are we talking? This is a game show we're doing. Hi, Brian. What's up at a senior moment. We got lost into the, into the matrix. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so they're, they're not going to be on the podium this year is what you're saying. Who's that mayhem.
1: I don't think so, but you know, Angela's team finished fifth last place at uh, last year at the games. Um, <clears throat> I think his team is very similar this year in terms of, uh, you know, uh, experience, talent, whatever, and I would—I think that very likely that they'll finish fourth through eighth at the games.
0: No, I did not just have a stroke, but I appreciate you. If anyone ever sees me have a stroke on here, please uh, text my wife immediately.
1: Uh, what about that team that Nissler and Taylor are on? Well, that's the that's the Nashville or East Nashville proven team that's at the top of the leaderboard. Tied that really the, bums me out board. that they're over there on that team. That really bums me out.
0: Why? Cause I want them to stay at mayhem. I'm a traditionalist.
1: They weren't, they were somewhere else before mayhem. Why why don't you want them to stay with OC three? I just wanted that to be their last stop. Okay. Well, that's different. Um, but you know, uh, Taylor Williamson's partner, Nick Johnson is a integral part of, of proven's coaching team. And that's like where she lives and trains. Um, they changed the you know the the rules for teams this year, and so it made it a lot easier on Andrea. She can stay home most of the year and mm-hmm. be where she likes to be with all the people she likes to be around, and come come and train with her longtime teammate for the parts of the season that they need to. <clears throat> Tola, who, what? Who are the du- who are the dudes on Angelo's team? Tola Morakinyo, who you know, had- on Angelo's team. Oh, on Angelo's team, uh, him and Sam DeMeester. Are they better than Tola? And who's the other guy? Tim Paulson, are they better than Tola and Tim Paulson, no. Collectively, no. Mm. Angelo is such a strange athlete. Like in training or whatever, he, he's great, he's good. But you put him in the like when him, he's the guy that shows up when it matters. So I would like I would take him as a number two on any team in the world, and and say that they have a chance. But if mm. he's the number one guy, then they like the other guy needs to be knocking on the door Rich as good as No, then he would be two to Rich Run. That that oh, oh okay so like you if understand. you're making a team and the guys and you're gonna say they're a Batman and Robin if Angela's your Robin you're in contention to win the games okay if he's you. your Batman then I, I don't know then you need two you Batman need real, like now if you if you put him in someone like even like Sam with Andrea and Taylor that are arguably the two best women to ever do it instead of Kyra Milligan and Zoe Jones who they're very good. But they're not Andrea Nissler and Taylor Williamson. Now you might maybe have a chance with Angelo being your your strongest male. Uh, Michael,
0: see to answer your question. Any insight in why Nissler and the other girl Taylor did not join Angelo? I think Brian was saying that basically one of their husbands. I think Taylor's husband works over uh, at
1: Proven as a coach. It seems like a no brainer for him to cruise over there, right? I think he's in a more senior position than that now. Maybe even like an executive role. Oh yes, I remember those positions.
0: Uh, Okay, Um, and
1: uh, did we talk about uh, Houdet's team? They were sitting there, fourth place overall in the world, first place in Europe. Uh, Very good team. You know, Andre Houdet is obviously a multiple-year games athlete. Um, The other athletes on his team you might not be as familiar with, but uh, Ninka van Overveld and Julian Krag are – They have a lot of of team experience at the games on other teams. And then Julie Hugar is the fittest woman in Denmark traditionally and, you know, very capable as well. In the team competition, I'll take talent over experience unless they're, you know, but if talent's on the same level, then give me the experience. So just by the nature of the talent of the athletes on this team, they're going to rise past most teams in the team division. But when you start to say, okay, now you have to put them against teams that are similarly talented, like the Invictus team, like the Proven team, like the Oslo team, but they have more experience competing as a team or in a team competition, then I'd take the, the, compa- the competitive experience in the team environment over the talented but new to the team division.
0: The, um, a- any Anything, any bad news you've heard about the Invictus team? Anything that makes you concerned? Injuries? uh <clears throat> Pregnancies like, like uh, uh, Alchama and, and Jorge. Yeah. And uh, Devin
1: and, and Weiss. No, I haven't heard nothing but good stuff.
0: All good. Uh, they could win it. They could, they could stand uh, first place.
1: Yeah. I actually think that um, that's what like, like people should, if I was telling the story of the team competition this year, I would say, you know, obviously the, the, the reigning champs are gone, but the, the teams that were second and third at the podium the last two year and the team that's been second place the last two years, are both coming? They're both coming back, full power, with one objective, which is to get on top of the podium. And CrossFit Invictus and CrossFit Oslo both definitely have a chance to do that. But two of the four people that won the, the CrossFit team competition last year are still there, and that's and that's the girls on the CrossFit Proven team. They've brought in two experienced veterans in the sport. One of them with team experience. One of them not so much. But Tim Paulson is is one of the I would say is one of the more underrated you know crossfit competitors of the recent generation 6 or 7 games qualifications is really really hard to do <laughs> like and he didn't start doing it until he was a little bit older like he wasn't one of those guys that was qualifying when he was 21 to 3 like he had to work for it and then when he got there he loved it and he wanted to stay there and despite getting married and despite having kids and despite owning a business he's found a way to to remain good and i have really no doubts about him as being a a great team member as well. It just just seems like, you know, he's a very, very experienced crossfitter. And I think he's also cerebral enough to integrate into that team. Well, so I think they are just as likely to win as either Invictus or Oslo.
0: It is truly a crazy team, right? Now that you, if you start looking at it, you have those two girls that just go wherever they need to just go. And they're basically just hitmen wherever (laughs) they go, they just kill shit, right? Nisler and Taylor. I mean, They're, I mean, they're, they're legends, straight, just fucking legends. Then you have Tim Paulson, who's just a straight, legitimate CrossFit games, individual athlete. What did he ever, has he ever won an event at the CrossFit games?
1: I don't think so, but like we can verify. But fuck shit up. Yeah. No, no event wins at the CrossFit games. But maybe
0: some second and thirds. He's ruined some people's days. The thing is, you know, to make it, Six
1: times to the CrossFit Games, crazy. That's what he's done. He has six individual appearances. I think six in a row. That's nuts. Yeah, and he's coming out of the Northeast in some of those years. In 2017 and 18, we were—I mean, we were there. Like those in 2018, like that's a stacked field. And he's finding his way through it. And then you know, 2019, 2020, he makes it online. 2021, he makes it back in a new format. Like he's navigated all the changes of the season, all the different qualifying paths, all the competitive being in one of the most competitive divisions. And he finds a way to get there and he does, you know, not amazing while he's there, but getting there six times in a row, just instantly puts you into this category of someone that I would want on my team, because that's a person that doesn't have a weakness. Like we see with some of these masters athletes that might just instantaneously keep them out one year. And
0: I think, uh, it did, not that Tola wasn't uh, great enough to begin with, but he spends a year with Annie, a training a training season with Annie, and he's only that much
1: better. Yeah, those dudes are savages. I think there's more to it than that. I think that, that you know the expectations of that team were not met last year, and he moved his whole life to Iceland to win the CrossFit Games, and it didn't even make the podium. So I'm thinking he's coming into this season with a chip on his shoulder. And from what I'm hearing and thinking – I think that as an athlete, Tola mature, is maturing this off season into the into having maybe more discipline in his routines in his life, or attacking the things that have been holding him back from being maybe reaching his max potential. And I think he's still young enough to do that. I think we're going to see the best version of Tola that we've ever seen this season.
0: Man, that's depressing that
1: Annie's team didn't uh, make a team. Is Annie so Annie's going individual this year? She is, and I think she's. uh one you know outside of Mal and Laura, I think she's the next most likely to podium at the games this year. dang. <clears throat> Well, that's the thing. All of those, all the people from that team, except for Khan, are are still competing this year, just in different avenues. Lauren Fisher's looking pretty good so far back in the individual field. Katrin's competing again as an individual. She was alternate on that team, of course. I now, knew we should have ended the show.
0: I knew we should have ended the show before you said something. No, no, me. it's just to say He's it, tired, like,
1: people. He's tired.
0: 157, hour and 57 minutes of genius. And then he tells you Lauren Fisher's
1: doing pretty good. Come on, buddy. She's surprised me so far. Okay. And she's I'm not curious. Going, she's to not going to the, the games. She's not going to the games. Well, it's not, it's anyone who thought they were going out West and we're going to have an easy time making the games in the women's division is going to have a uh, news flash. It's not going to be easy. You're right. I can't wait. I'm so excited
0: to go to Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when is our, um, uh, wh- wh- what shows do we have coming up? Um, wh- what do we got? Uh, What do we got coming up? Aren't we due for a rankings update? Top 100 best CrossFitters uh, of all time? Or is it currently competing? Is that top 100 currently competing?
1: We'll do. I'll update the power rankings for this season. So it will only include athletes who are still remaining as eligible competitors for the individual season this year. There's like 40 There's over 40 athletes that I had to remove from the male and female list combined since January because they're no longer, they're either going team, they're injured, they retired, they got pregnant, they didn't compete, or they didn't qualify. So we removed all of those, bumped up a bunch of athletes who are going to be relevant. Some of them are going to be relevant competitors, possibly for fringe game spots, um, but more likely as people that might be uh, in that position a couple of years down the road. So we'll get to to learn some new names in the scene this year. And then I'm also going to do that for the teams worldwide. Now that we actually have an idea of what the teams are. When are we doing Um, that? Not this upcoming week, but maybe the week after. Okay.
0: Uh, There was a, um, uh, no, no, you guys can go. This show's over. Brian and I are just going to chat a little bit now. Thank you. I appreciate you. Great show. Thanks for coming, Caleb. Thank you, Brian. Great. Thank you. Um, Brian, um, I noticed that there was a uh, frisbee competition this week. Why aren't we doing a frisbee show tomorrow? You told me that there. Well, I just saw because I've been watching so much frisbee. I saw Paul Macbeth is playing this weekend.
1: He's playing at the Throw Down the Mountain tournament in Florida at the course that he now owns. He actually bought it this past week as well.
0: Oh, and, and why aren't we covering that? Uh, it's not a. It's not a big tournament.
1: Is it a silver series? Oh, no, it's an A tier.
0: Uh, re- oh, wow. Good. Wow. Caleb, just that was just showing off. That was just gratuitous showing off. <laughs> wait, wait. Don't show this. I'm actually going to
1: go watch this right now. Now, <laughs> look, the
0: look at this. This c- c- camera works looks a little dark. No, no, no. I don't want to see this. Nah, you, like, oh, 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 because point, no. Oh, because the points I'm, I'm are showing down. Go, go,
1: yeah. I'm literally going to go watch this once we get off the air.
0: Okay. I don't um, know what you, happened. Yet. You, you don't think that maybe we should um,
1: cover this tomorrow, even just like a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's well. So first of all, it's not the same kind of speed of turnaround on the production. So it'll be like a day. They have slower. the final
0: rounds done. This, that was the final round. No, it was not Uh disc golf. That's a uh, round. Oh no, you're right. That's round two front nine. Okay. Okay.
1: So the, bro- the final round will come out sometime tomorrow. And I'll watch it probably tomorrow night. Okay. So we might we might cover this.
0: and <laughs> no, we might not. Do you know a guy named uh, 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 Philo is? Yes. That? Brathwaite? Yeah, Philo Brathwaite, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he still playing? Mm-hmm.
1: Crazy. He's the one black guy in disc golf that I've told you about. Yeah, that's cool. And he commentates for Disc Golf Network sometimes as well. And sometimes he, for some of the post production companies.
0: Uh he was in one of their videos three years ago. Hey, did you see the girl? Um there was some girl there was a there was a girl, uh there was a girl who she threw the frisbee. It was a controversial play this weekend at the mountain. She threw the frisbee and, and when she as she took it as she as she let go, she leaned on a tree.
1: I haven't seen this, no.
0: And it's not allowed to lean on the tree. And she called herself for the penalty. But a penalty can't go into place unless two people see it and no one else saw it. Someone has to second it. So she's telling the people that she's playing against, hey, you got to second this. They're like, we didn't see it. They're like, what do you mean? You're supposed to be watching me. They got this all on tape. And they're like, we were looking at your feet. We didn't look at your hand. And in the video, you can barely see she leans on the tree because the video is from the side fascinating frisbee golf people Fascinating. what was the ruling the nuances a judge came over and was like i said oh, i don't want to ruin it for you but i didn't understand it. it it could be good for the show i didn't i didn't really understand this is in the women's division jane oh, he got caleb oh no okay oh no oh no james krakava please stop seven not until we go down to zero uh, viewers i will not <laughs> Uh, controversial disc golf play. I can't imagine that level of drama. Okay. Um, tomorrow we have a live call show, 7 a.m. I will be here. Caleb is still protesting until, uh, he hears back from HR. He's put in several complaints about me. Um, so he's only working weekends now. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. You make you make watching old people uh, compete fun. Can you imagine if you weren't doing what you're doing? The void. I just want to say on behalf you have an H of, on, on behalf of all <laughs> 518 people still watching. Thank you. And everyone, everyone, go over to Brian's DMs. No, not his DMs. He didn't want to go through his DMs. Don't his DMs. Just go to his uh, Instagram and tell him thank you. Not Caleb though. Okay.
2: Bye bye.